Amen. God's good. You got your Bible, Matthew, the 18th chapter. Begin reading in the 11th verse. Looking forward to a great time in the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. Brother Robbie brought his mom a week or two ago. She sat there the first service like, what on earth are these people doing? Amen. Grew up Catholic. This is a little bit different than Catholicism. <laughs> Slightly. Second time, she moved up a little closer. And then last week we were here after I had a Bible study in the village with several people. And we come back here and and Robbie and his mom were here praying at 9 o'clock at night. Somebody told me she's in there crying. And I said, well, she's going to get the Holy Ghost then. Amen. So Wednesday night, she got the Holy Ghost. Amen. Speaking in tongues. Amen. Amen. Gave her a Bible study last night, and she saw Jesus' name, baptism. So tonight, I've already got warm water. Amen. We're going to baptize her in Jesus' name for the remission of all of her sins. Amen. Thank God for revival. Amen. It's good to see this new guy, Brother Kyle, on the fourth row. Amen. <laughs> Don't he look nice? Amen. Well, God will snatch you out of the water and clean you up and fix you up and change you and Man, your family won't even recognize you when God gets done with you. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Matthew, the 18th chapter and the 11th verse. For the Son of Man has come to save. Everybody say, to save. To save that which was lost. How think ye? Question mark. What do you think about this? If a man have a hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more of that sheep than of the ninety and nine which went not astray. Amen. I want to preach for a little while from this very familiar title to you right now. And it's called The Shepherd's Call. Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord. Amen. Let's ask God to help us right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Just a few minutes. Why don't, why don't we just ask God to help us right now. In Jesus' name. Da, 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 boho, ta, ta. <laughs> Woo. Let miracles happen in this place. Come on, if it's appropriate, why don't you take somebody by the hand right now? Amen. Pray together with them. Let the Holy Ghost come upon you. Come on, open your mouth and let your voice be heard. God's wanting to touch somebody. God's wanting to help somebody. God's wanting to make a difference in your life. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house right now. I wish somebody just start praising him. 
Oh, we praise you, oh God. If you'll praise him, you'll feel him. He inhabits praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Somebody shout, the devil's a liar. Amen, you can be seated. Thank you for standing. I want to preach about, everybody say, the shepherd's call. The first verse that I read says, For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. Amen. I I, want to, I just, in the, I guess in the face of all fake religion and dead church and people that ain't changing, I want to tell you something. God, God didn't come just to improve you. He didn't come just to make you a little bit better or help you get rid of a few bad habits. God came because he wanted to save you. You know what I think? You shouldn't. Thank God for all that he's already done. Thank God for every chain he's already broke, every habit he's already got rid of. But don't stop right there. Let him keep on working on you. Until you are ready to meet him. My Lord, I feel like preaching in this house. Amen. This ain't Alcoholics Anonymous. Thank God for what they do and helping people. Amen. But God wants to do more than just break your old habits. He wants to make a new creature out of you. He wants to change you from the inside out. My God. Lift your hands to the Lord right now. I wish some people in this house would just say, change me, Lord. Make me what you want me to be. Don't stop until I'm right. Don't stop until I'm clean. Don't stop until you have purified me. Well, hallelujah. Come on, halfway ain't gonna work, church. I said halfway ain't gonna work. No spot, no wrinkle, or any such thing. God, keep on. Hallelujah. Tell you what the problem is with some people, they just want a little feel good. They want a little do dad and make me uh, make me feel like I felt God in service. It's going to take more than feeling God in service uh, to make it in the rapture. Uh, Hey, I want to get rapture ready. Uh, If I got bitterness in my heart, I want it out. Uh, If I got hatred, uh, I want it out. Uh, Whatever. Come on, lift your hands and say, God, purify me. Change me, oh God. I'm telling you, there's a big difference between becoming improved and getting salvation. Big difference between making improvements and getting ready to meet God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't settle for less. 
I said, don't settle for less. Wake up every day of your life and find a place in prayer and say, God, search my heart. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. God, search me. God, cleanse me. Make me a new creature. Anybody want to be pure? Anybody want to be clean? Anybody want to be whole? Hey, I don't want to go through the motions. I don't want to go halfway and be lost. He come to save you. Hallelujah. Amen. In a comparison of Christ's desire to save humanity, he compares himself to a shepherd that discovers he has a lost sheep. Amen. He compares himself to the shepherd and he compares you and I to sheep. Amen. The Bible said, Know ye not that the Lord, he is God? It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. Everybody say, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Everybody say, I'm the sheep. The Hebrew people were mainly by occupation shepherds. And so they understood what he was talking about when he said, I'm the shepherd and you're the sheep. He be, they, they began to understand what he was talking about. Amen. Shepherds are a very special type of people. Amen. They got to be a loving people. They got to be a patient kind of people. They got to be a nurturing kind of people. They got to be kind people. They got to be caring people. They got to be. Very forgiving kind of people. Uh, Amen. They got to be attentive people. Uh, Amen. Why do they have to be that? Let me tell you why they got to be like that. Because of the nature and the tendency of sheep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, this is good preaching right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach to you without a shepherd, you'll never be saved. Oh, take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Amen. I want you to notice the importance of one sheep. Everybody say one sheep. The importance of one sheep is that Jesus said, if a man had a hundred of them and one of them ended up lost, the shepherd's going to leave the 99 and he's going to go look for the one. I always wonder why would he leave 99 looking for one? Well, let me tell you why. Because it's just in the heart of a shepherd that he don't want to lose one soul. Don't you know 99% of the church is doing great? Don't you know it don't matter if there's one lost sheep? The shepherd's going to go looking for them. Start calling their name. Start. Uh, Are you thankful today? Are you thankful today? The shepherd wants every 
sheep. Man, if you've ever had the enemy tell you that God doesn't care about you, if you've ever had the enemy tell you that God don't care about you, you need to speak back to him. Say, you lying devil. You lying devil, if I get off track, uh, he'll leave the 99 and he's going to come looking for me. That's how much he loves me. That's... Boy, somebody ought to stomp the devil in this house. Devil, you're a liar. God loves me. God's got a plan for me. God's not finished with me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Being a sheep in his pasture has a lot of benefits. Praise God. There's a lot of benefits to being in the church. One of the benefits is that if you slip and you get off track, this Bible said he's going to come looking for you. God. You ever notice when you your prayer life begins to slip and maybe your church attendance begins to slip? Let me tell you, if you plan on not being there on a certain service, you've slipped. If you know today you ain't gonna be here next Sunday, you've already slipped. Been kind of quiet. I'm not preaching to y'all, I'm preaching to somebody on the internet, I'm sure. Somebody on the live stream, I'm making them mad right now, not y'all. Amen. If you already know you ain't going to be here on Sunday night, not talking about work or something like that, you just ain't going to be there. You've already slipped. But I want to tell you about this shepherd I'm serving. Praise God. Hey, praise God. You ever notice when you just... Don't go to church like you ought to and you don't pray like you ought to and you don't read the Bible like you ought to. You ever notice God starts yanking your chain? Just because you clap don't mean you've been slipping and just because you're not clapping don't mean you ain't slipping. (laughs) Amen, it don't mean nothing. Just everybody clap. Hallelujah. Amen. When you get off track, I got some Bible for you. God's going to come looking for you. God knows how to get you by the leash. Nobody knows how to work on somebody like God knows how to work on somebody. You could have had your mind made up. I ain't ever going back to church. And one visitation from God and he'll turn your world upside down and you can't wait till Sunday morning where you can get back in God's house. God work on me. God work on me. God, why, why, why does he do that? Why, why does God always go leave the 99 and go look for one? I'll tell you why. It's just in his nature. 
I said it's in his nature. He just loves people. Wouldn't it be amazing if the church got the same nature as Jesus Christ and said, I'm going to love people. I'm going to look for people. I'm, I'm going to help people. Let it be in us, God. Man, there's some reasons, though, that we are compared to sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to know? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. This may not be milk. This may be meat today. Who knows? Amen. Well, there, there, there should come a point where the ribeye shouldn't have to be put in the blender before you could be spoon fed like a grind it up real good like baby food. Amen. It ought to be where the word could just go forth. And, and if you need to change, you just chew on it a little while. God, feed me like a big man. Well, about half the people. Feed me like a man. Feed me like a grown-up, God. Don't, don't, you don't have to... Praise God. Amen. There's reasons that he compares us to sheep. Amen. One, one of the big reasons is it's easy for sheep to lose their direction. Not because they're bad and the rebellious. There's some of those, but they're called goats. I'm preaching to sheep right now, okay? If you're a goat, you need to become a sheep before we leave. Amen. But sheep have a tendency sometimes to just uh, lose direction. They, they just lose track of where they're at. Kind of like me, if you take me out in the woods, I, I can drop me off. I can find my way back. You put me in a mall. I ain't know where to start. And I've asked old ladies, how do I get out of here? <laughs> Help me get out of here. Sheep will lose their direction because what they do is they put their head down and they start eating and they just start grazing and taking steps. And What they're doing is they're just busy living life. Just stuff you got to do. I mean, you don't go to work. You're not supposed to eat according to the Bible. You got to do all this stuff. But sheep will just put their head down and, and just start grazing. And they're probably like me. Like, I feel like my right leg's longer than my left. Because when I squirrel hunt, I always end up in a circle somehow. I'm looking up. But they just put their head down and eat. And before they realize it, they ventured way too far off. Amen. Let's go out in here today. Amen. So the shepherd would do something. He would open up his mouth and he would talk to them. He called the shepherd's call. He would open his mouth and he would always be talking. And so while that sheep was busy just eating and walking, and he could always hear the call and know, I, need to, I might need to make a right turn right here. Start grazing back this way. 
me tell you something, left unattended, sheep will wander and wander and wander until they are completely lost before they realize they're lost. Amen. I want God to speak to me. I want to hear him. I want to stay close to him. And I don't want to get so busy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm thankful for direction today. Are you thankful for direction? Hallelujah. Thank God that he speaks to us. Amen. But when they wander away from the flock, that is their greatest tendency time, you could say, to get hurt. Amen. Shepherds do not lead sheep through briar patches. Getting kind of quiet. Shepherds do not lead sheep into ditches. Shepherds do not lead sheep over the edge of a cliff. Shepherds do not lead sheep where they will get hurt. Sheep get hurt when they get too far from the shepherd. Everybody say that's when we get hurt. They get hurt when they get too far away from where they need to be. If you're tired of being the one that's always hurt, get on the altar. Get close to God. Get a prayer life. Get consistent. Almost all injuries, almost all injuries of sheep happen when they get too far away from the shepherd and they start going direction they were not told to go. They're they're going down paths this Bible didn't tell them to go. They're going directions this Bible told them don't go. That's when... That's when injuries happen. So listen to this. If somebody's always getting hurt. If somebody's always the hurt one. Maybe I'll turn this way and preach a while. So I ain't got to look at y'all. Some of them mean looks. If somebody's always hurt. You need to bank this in your mind. They're not living like they need to live. I'm not saying you won't get hurt every now and then. We all stumble and hurt even trying to live for God. I'm talking about the one that's always hurt. Always a crisis. Always offended. Always mad at somebody. You know what it is? They're way too far from the shepherd's call. They're way too far from where they need to be. Uh, If people would just draw nigh to him, he'd draw 
going to take care of a lot of hurt in your life. By getting you a Holy Ghost touch every day. Man, let me warn some sheep today. Praise God. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. Amen. It's not your call that's going to save the hurt one. You need to be very careful. Your interaction with the one that's always hurt. We need to be the church. The church says, I'm praying for you. I love you. God's going to help you. I believe it. Amen. But when you get locked arm with somebody that's hurt all the time, you know what's going to happen? Their hurt is going to become your hurt. Their weight, all of a sudden, is going to be, you're going to think, what is, I'm feeling funny all of a sudden. What happened is you got hooked up with somebody that's too far away from the shepherd's call. You, come on, church, you got to be careful. Amen. I don't want God to stop up my well. I don't want my blessing messed up. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. This is how you deal with the one that's always hurt. You tell them God loves them. You get on your face and you earnestly pray for them. You give them a word. You do what you can. Text them. Tell them we're praying for you. You can make it. But don't you allow that spirit to jump on you. You get locked up with it. It'll jump on you. And you'll have the same problem they got. Uh, now there'll be two sheep that are lost. Uh, amen. Let us, let us use some wisdom today. Uh, amen. Hey, only God's call can pull somebody back. Uh, you ain't got the wisdom to pull people back. Uh, only the mercy of God can do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Sheep are defenseless. Amen. You want to know why God compared us to sheep? Amen. Sheep have no bark. They have no bite. They have no quills to shoot at people. They have no poisonous fangs. They ain't got no stink spray. <laughs> All they can do is clumsily try to run. Amen. Without a shepherd. Without a shepherd. A sheep ain't nothing but a Snickers bar for a hungry lion. You need the shepherd, my friend. You, you, you need to get inside the hedge. You, you don't need to live on the outside. You need to get on the inside. You need to get a hold of the horns of the altar where there's protection. Help me, God. Amen. Praise God. Man, if a sheep ever 
lays down and if he ever rolls over on his back, I don't know if they scratch their back or what. If they ever get on their back, did you know they can't get up? If a sheep ever gets on his back down, if there ain't a shepherd there, he's dead. Hallelujah. He can kick and holler. There's something about the genetics or the geometry. I don't know. That dude cannot get up, though. But it takes a shepherd to reach down Roll him over. Pick him up. <laughs> God said, you're, you're the sheep of my pasture. You know what he was trying to tell you? If you get down, you're going to stay down. You, you'll be down until you die. Unless you start calling out to him. If you got so much pride in your spirit. Well, I got this. Don't worry about me. I'm going to work it out. No, you ain't going to work it out. You're going to stay just like you are until you say, Jesus, help me, Lord. Praise God. Hey, you like this? What a dumb way to die. What a dumb way to die. Too much pride to say, God, I need you. I may just preach a while, who knows? (laughs) Try to hide it. Throw it jacket over your feet makes it look like you're upright turn your head try to fake it like you got it all right when you're on your back that's not a time to fake and praise God it ain't a time to be all self-righteous and Usually people on their back, they're trying to find somebody else on their back and divert the attention and talk about them. Well, did you hear what they did? They were blah, blah, blah. Them sorry jokers. and Can't believe the pastor lets them stay in the church. Blah, blah, and just run them down. Did you see how they were dressed? My Lord. What happened to holiness in the church? But you're flat on your back. And you're hiding it with a two-piece suit and a nice tie and a nice dress or whatever. Hey, when you're on your back, don't look at anybody else. Start looking. I need a shepherd. I need a touch from God. If I can just get back to that altar. Come on, everybody, clap your hands. Another reason he compared us to sheep, because sheep cannot carry burdens. 
Amen. There's things that sheep can do, but one thing they can't do is carry burdens. You strap a backpack on a sheep, you're going to break him in half. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. You know why I'm smiling this morning? Because I ain't carrying one thing. Some people say, I don't know how you pastor you. How you deal with all them problems. I ain't dealing with nothing. You tell me, and I tell him. I can't fix it. It ain't going to ruin my day. I'm going to just say, Jesus, there's another one on his back. They need your help. They need you. We need you today, God. Come on down. Come on down, God. Woo. It's the people that try to carry their own burdens are the ones that end up in the crazy house. They're the ones that are on anxiety pills and crazy pills and all other kind of pills. And I know some people need pills, and I got my own kind of pills. Amen. Mine make my sugar go down. So I, I'm not, and I'm not a doctor. I know doctors, but anyway, Amen. Praise God. Don't let them push a pill down you if you ain't even talked to the shepherd. <laughs> One of the greatest feelings in the world is to get a Holy Ghost breakthrough. When everything is against you, but you just keep on, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Put your earplugs in if you have to. What? Put your jacket over your head if you have to. Uh, get under a pew. What? What? Jesus, 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 Jesus. And when it happens, uh, you wake up. Uh, still got the same problem. <laughs> Maybe he may have took care of it. You could get up, still have the same problem, but something has clicked up here. I'm not in this by myself. God's going to help me. I got a shepherd with me. If I stay close to him, I'm going to be all right. I'm telling you, one Holy Ghost breakthrough. Take care of so many problems. So many fears. So many. Help me, God. This is what the doctor ordered today. A Holy Ghost breakthrough. I'll just go ahead and tell you. You know, I pray all the time. I pray in my car. I pray at the church. I pray at my house. Pray from the church to the house. Pray at the new church. I pray when I look at the bank account. I pray when I look at how much a new church costs. I pray all the time. I'm telling you. But there's something happens whenever I pray to the point where tears start coming out. <laughs> if I ever get to the point where tears are coming down, it's like, what is it like? I don't even know what it's like. It's like anvils on purpose. It's like, Ten times the anointing that you just felt praying in your own language. Amen. You know what it is? If you get broken before God, what you're saying is, God, I can't figure it out. God, I need you to help me. And if you'll just push yourself to that point 
the shepherd will come running and he'll take you by the hand. When you feel his hand, when you feel his hand, it just takes all the fear away. Takes all the anxiety away. It just changes you. Amen. I got to hurry. Praise God. Listen to this. When a sheep is wounded, he cannot care for his wounds like other animals can. Boy, yeah. Thinking, wow. Help us, God. Help us, God. All. Shoot a coyote and he'll he'll say, few days he's fine. Shoot a possum, he'll lick it or something, I don't know. He'll keep on trucking. If sheep gets hurt, he can't fix it. Sheep get hurt, the shepherd has to come and tend to his wounds. You know why God called us the sheep of his pasture? I'm telling you, there's wounds that you can't do nothing about, my friend. There's scars that are so deep, things that happened to you when you was just a child, whatever. People that have hurt you so deeply that you you could never fix it. Try all you want to. Amen. But if you'll just... God, I can't do this. God, I'm hurting. God, I got a pain. God, I've been hurt. How dumb is it to try to build walls around wounds? All you got is a a wound that nobody can get to then. If you realize I'm a sheep, I'm not expected to fix all my hurts. That's why I got a shepherd. That's why I signed up for this. That's why I came through the door. I was hurt. I was down. I was discouraged. I was bound. Think about a a shepherd that was wounded for your transgressions. He took the hurt. He took the pain. Oh, God. Thank God for a shepherd. There's nothing that can turn around sheep like the call of a shepherd. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. He said, my sheep know my voice. I, many times I, I thought, you know what, I'm fixing to I'm fixing to take care of some things, and I'm gonna um, I, I, I'm gonna take care of these. Something. You know what? Just about every time I tried to take care of something, I messed it up just a little bit worse. I'll never forget my. I, I don't know what was going on, but anyway, my pastor told me. He said, he said when I started pastoring. He said, I, I was, this is before 911. He said, I was like 911. He said, 
Somebody would call and say, hey, somebody's doing something over there. He said, I'd run, jump in my truck, and I'd take off over, and I was just, I'd wear them out. I'd correct them. I'd catch them. I'd, I'd confront them. He said, I, he said, you know what I did? He said, I destroyed more sheep than I ever did help. Praise God. Kind of quiet in here. Well, hallelujah. He said, I figured out if I could just go back to that church and I could get a, in a little closet somewhere. If I could find me a little closet of prayer and I could just start praying, God, if you'll just get a hold of them. God, if you would just call their name God, if you'll just reach down where they're over there sinning right now. If you would convict them, God. If you would get them, God. If you would help them. Telling you there's nothing like when God gets a hold of somebody. Hallelujah. That's why you shouldn't be correcting other people. If you'll let God clean people up. I said, if you'll let God work on people. Amen. You may walk in the church that they ain't got a clue what you're, this Bible says. If you start trying to wear somebody out, you're just going to make people mad. Oh, I feel Jesus backing me up right now. Shepherd's call changes everything. Never forget, years ago, I first started passing this. Man, I knew all the scriptures. I was so smart. I was so full of wisdom. It was just like bubbling out. And this, this lady come to me. And she had this long list. I want to know in the Bible where it says I can't bop and bop. And she had a whole list. I said, well, praise God, I'll just show you, sis. Every question she had, I'd open the Bible. How you like that? I felt real good about myself. The problem is I never seen her anymore. And I got on my face in a prayer meeting. I said, God, here, this is how I'm going to do this. I'm going to preach Acts 2.38. I'm going to preach you need to get the Holy Ghost. I'm going to preach you need to get a prayer life. Amen. If the time is appropriate, instruction is wonderful. Praise God for it. But if somebody ain't, somebody ain't got the Holy Ghost or somebody's brand new, I'm going to spend my time under this pew and I'm going to pray, God, if you'll call them, God, if you'll call their name, if you'll let them know, God, if you'll deal with them, 
Nobody can deal with somebody like God can deal with somebody. Nobody can work on them like God can work on them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a loving shepherd. Praise God. We're so amazing. What happens when Adam and Eve fall into sin? You think if God was like you or God was like me, you say, you know what, I'm going to teach him a lesson. I'm just going to sit on my throne for a while and let them suffer. You know how humans are sometimes. Bless God, I'm fixing to teach them something. I ain't going to return their text for six months. If they sit on that side, I'm going to sit on that side. I'm going to show them you don't cross me. You don't talk about my. I was, I was doing a jail visit with a guy the other day. And I was praying for him. He's like, help me. Brother Mo, tell me. He said, I just, there's a guy in here. He keeps talking about my mama. He said, I, I, want, I just want to beat him up. I said, does he know your mom? No. Has he ever met your mom? No. Does he know your mom's name? No. Don't you know the devil's trying to get you riled up? <laughs> oh, oh. Praise God. If you live by the sword, you'll die by the sword. He's in jail because he picked up a ball bat and beat somebody up. I told him, you got to put the ball bat down. The devil will always give you a reason to pick up your ball bat or your sword or whatever. Peter grabbed the sword and cut his ear off. Jesus, you want to be Zorro, they'll come after you with the same thing. You better learn how, how we fight. We get on our knees uh, and we say, Jesus, uh, fight my battle for me. Uh, Jesus, help me. Uh, help me, God. So when Adam and Eve fall into sin, what does what, what the shepherd do? He goes looking for them. <laughs> you tell about somebody happy. Praise God. You're talking about somebody real happy. To know when you mess up, God comes looking. Adam, where are you? Let me tell you something. I've told this church a thousand times when God asks you a question, it's not because He don't know the answer. <laughs> It's because he wants you to say it. He wants you to think about it. Adam, where are you? You always want him to spill the beans. He spills the beans, all right. He said, it's that woman that did 
It ain't my fault. <laughs> you know why confession is required for salvation? Because it's the hardest thing to do. The hardest thing you ever do is say, I do. it makes you cry. I mean, you just talk about it, people start crying. Praise God. Grown men start crying when you start talking about confession. Grown women start crying when you say, you got you to gotta talk to God and tell him. What did Adam do? Well, I know there's sin in the garden, but it's that woman you gave me. Thank God for a good woman. She was as bad as Adam was, though. Well, Eve, what'd you do? It's a serpent did. If he'd have kept talking, the serpent would have said, The devil made me do it. The devil didn't make nobody do nothing. He might have dangled it in front of you. Praise God. But the shepherd, after they messed up, came looking for them. What was he doing? The Bible said he called out to them. Adam, where are you? You know what he was doing? God was coming to fix the problem. God was coming to look for one or two lost little sheep that had gone astray. This is This is what the enemy will tell people. When you've messed up, you might as well just go on. Quit the church. Go do your own deal. You're done. I've got a message for the church. The shepherd's going to come calling. The shepherd's going to leave the 99. Why? Why? Because of the value of one little lost sheep. Praise God. I make people mad all the time. Because I just keep on wearing them out. I've had people leave this church. Guess what happens to them? You have to block my number. Because I'm going to text you. I'm going to call you. You know why? Because I got the spirit of that shepherd inside of me. And I got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you have 200 people here. But if there's one missing on that second row back there, when I leave here, I'm going to take my phone out. I missed you today. I hope you're all right. I hope everything's going okay. Does that mean I'm not happy there's a bunch? I'm thrilled that there's a bunch of people here. But the shepherd's looking for one. Come on, help me right now. The shepherd's always looking. Man, I'm almost done. Praise God. Amen. It's just a good life living for God. This is what David said. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall, everybody say, not want. If you would allow God to lead you, you don't have to worry about anything else. 
You believe the Bible? If you would allow the voice of God to lead you, you will not want. That means you'll have plenty. God will take care of everything. David said he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Amen. When you follow this shepherd, he'll lead you to green pastures. You know what that tells me? God wants what's best for your life. If God takes something out of your life, you know what that... Kind of quiet here all of a sudden. God removes things from you. They must not be good for you. Well, how... God, everybody say, God wants what's best. The Bible said, He leadeth me beside thee. Still waters. Do you get tired of chaos? Woo. You get tired of drama? You get tired of one crisis after another crisis? Get right. Get up. Well, hallelujah. Get tired of the storms. Praise God. Get right. Amen. It's so easy to hold on to one little thing, two little things, or one little friend that keeps dragging you down, or one little habit you ain't, you know, I've really improved. That's wonderful. Amen. I felt some resistance right there all of a sudden. Well, it's just one little habit. You should be proud. I am proud. Don't stop. Don't think the storm's all going to calm if you're still riding the fence. My life calmed down when I sold out. <laughs> when I rolled the window down, I took the Copenhagen and threw it out the window. Took my George Jones CDs and I threw them out the window. <laughs> To put all the garbage and whatever. God, I'll throw out whatever you whatever you want me to throw out. I'll. You know what? All of a sudden everything just calmed down. I'd hear storms and I, there was things around, but <laughs> I was just where I was at, it was gone. God brings peace. The shepherd brings peace. Oh, Lord. I'm almost fixing to stop. Praise God. I want somebody come play music to give them hope and faith that, that I am about to stop. Praise God. I love calm. I can't stand chaos. Anyway. David said, he restoreth my soul. Amen. He restores my soul. The only one that can restore you is the shepherd. Amen. He said he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Amen. If you're serious about living for God, God will take you down the right path. 
See, the Joel Osteen don't care what path you go down. He just wants your money. So he'll grin and say, you're perfect. Make sure you pay. But when you fall in love with the shepherd, he'll lead you in the right paths. You know what it means to be led? I got a big stick in here. It's a real big stick. You wouldn't be whooped with this thing. You know, to be led, you got you got to allow the shepherd to change your direction. When you start going the wrong, you you got to allow him to. Your flesh don't want anybody to tell it what to do. You got a flesh that says, I'm a big boy. I can figure this out. You'll end up in the ditch. But when you say, God, not my will, but that will be done. Just know. Just know there's going to be some directions that he's going. It may not. Because he starts out like this. Real gentle. Praise God. That's the best way to do it. Is to just kind of. I'd rather him just kind of. Point. I don't. He said thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Does it bring you comfort when God begins to pull you back from? Does it bring you comfort when He takes the rod and gives you a little whipping? (laughs) Praise God. I don't like whippings. But if I ever do get a whipping, you know what it makes me do? God, I know you love me. You ain't going to let me mess up. Brings comfort to know that he loves you so much, he ain't going to let you get off track. Prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. It doesn't say you won't have enemies, but it said he's going to take care of you. If this world tries to starve you to death, God said, I'll bring a raven. He'll drop you off a ribeye as long as you're where you're supposed to be. This world tries to starve you. I got a widow woman that'll bake cakes for you the rest of your life. That's the shepherd. Oh, why would you resist the shepherd? I want to be blessed. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. What is he saying? I'm blessed. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. What are you saying, David? I'm blessed. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What are you saying, David? He's always going to be my shepherd. And I'm always going to be blessed. (laughs) Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to fear no evil. I'm staying beside the shepherd why don't you stand together with me and lift your hands to the Lord in the name of Jesus come on why don't you just pray Karamo. <laughs> lead me God speak to me God Show me, God. Talk to me, God. Come on, why don't you just begin to pray, God, lead me. I don't want to figure my own way out. I want you to figure it out. Instruct me. God, I hear you. (laughs) Come on, why don't you earnestly pray right now? Fervently pray. Fervently surrender to Him. I need you, Lord. Yay, God. Come on. Just talk to him. Come on, he's a good God. Come on, you can trust him. The more you surrender, the better your life will become. (laughs) Lead me, Lord. on if you want to come around this front as many as want to amen come gather around lift your hands surrender to God come on get in the hedge come on get close enough he can speak to you get close enough you can hear him on in Jesus name come on come on come help these down here pray and put your hand on them Uh, help them pray help them touch God you're calling people today God you're calling people God you're strengthening people Come on, the Holy Ghost is here to help. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Come on.